Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Welcome everybody to Hobby Addicts episode 258. Or whatever you want to call it. I am Mitsugi and I'm joined by Mason. How are、That's、you, Mason? It's me. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Just got done、uh, doing a nice, eventful, just beautiful day round of disc golf. So,、uh, oh, wow. feeling, feeling good. Feeling. A little achy in my back, but besides that, we're doing all right. I saw your tulips out and they look, they look very lovely that you planted. Oh, why, thank you. I,、uh, yeah, we, we planted them last year and we're just like, we don't even know if these are still good. And、uh, they're, they're looking real, really pretty. So、they're、I'm、good. feeling it. We also have Caroline. How are you today? Hello. I am a little tired. So hopefully I can get myself all energized. All right. Well, we'll work on that. You just need to get that's, yourself. That's what the monster is for, right? I do have a I monster. I don't have monster. I don't think Whoa, I've ever even tried it. Come on. <laughs> oh, you've never had I've never had it either. Don't. <laughs> What's wrong fact, with you? I think you the、people? only time I even had Red Bull was when I was mixing it to make a Jaeger bomb. <laughs> well, I had a Red Bull last night, a vodka Red Bull.、Um, let's see. We'll get to that in a minute. So, we got kind of a <clears throat> mishmash here today.、Um, Mason's going to talk about a video game called Thumper. I also started、uh, Hollow Knight, but I really haven't gotten far enough to,、um, you know, Ooh, to r e a l i z e it. He's doing it, everybody. But I'm,、uh, I'm kind of curious like, what the draw is of Hollow Knight. Like, so we'll talk about that also, maybe.、Uh, also, also, Caroline has a book called The Anonymous Girl, which is yep, good. Yep, just finished it. Which is good because I haven't read a book in like 10 years. And,、uh, and then Mitsugi has been shooting a lot of pool lately. So. Talk about that. I'll ask some questions about Hollow Knight, you know. But,、uh, you know, work has just been crushing me to death, so I haven't had much time for anything fun.、Um, <clears throat> why don't we start with Thumper? You know, people like to hear about video games. Sure. This is,、uh, this is one of the games on the, the Sony Play at Home event where they're offering a bunch of free games available for download.、Uh, this ends on April 22nd, so. You know, you get to keep the games permanently. It's not like the games go away on that date. So, if you're listening to this before that date and you like free things that don't take up a lot of space on your hard drive, go download Thumper, go download Enter the Gungeon, because I'm going to talk about that next week, and,、uh, and play them. But Thumper essentially is a rhythm violence video game rhythm where、violence. you play as a space beetle, aka this little shiny. Uh, insect looking guy that is on a, on a track, and you are hurling down this. It's, it's, it's not like, like a luge type thing where you're just flying along, and the game is throwing all these.、Uh, I don't want to call them obstacles because there's really no avoiding them, but all these different things that you have to barrel through with a Different button combos. And this is a very simple game to play. It's your X button and the directional button, and that's it.、Uh, it also comes in VR, which seems like it'd be a great way to play it. I do not have that, so I did not experience this. And it's overall a very short game. It takes maybe 
I'd say three hours to beat if you're not very good. I'd say it could take 45 minutes if you're really good. It could take a little bit longer if you are struggling, but it is a pretty difficult rhythm game. And I say rhythm very loosely because, you know, there is, it's all about timing. You have to time your button presses so that you can break through these obstacles without taking damage. But there isn't a consistent, like, song or sound to really help clue you in. There is at times, but it's very much just feeling this internal clock of when you think you should or shouldn't hit the button. So it's not, oh, if you're good at, like, keeping a steady rhythm, you'll be fine. It's it's a little bit of that mixed with just pure and raw reaction time. I'm looking and at... It's a very, I'm looking at screenshots, and normally, like, these games have, like, a, you know, a lot of rhythm games have, uh, like a, like a, like a track that's coming towards you that's got notes on it or colors or, or, you know, shapes or something, but I don't really see anything like that in the, the, the screenshots. Yeah, essentially what the game consists of, and it, it slowly builds up on this, but it's single dots that you have to hit a button on. There are curves that you have to bank your character around there are spike strips underneath that you have to jump over there are just a various things that all like i said it's very simple to avoid each thing it's one single button press and maybe one directional input so there's it's not hard to learn but it's just coming at you so quickly and essentially each stage there are nine stages are broken up into like 20 to 25 maybe 30 second segments, 30 seconds to a minute. And essentially, it's one of those where you kind of get two lives. You can make one mistake, and that's it. So you essentially just bash your head into a wall where you play this little 30 second, one minute chunk until you get it perfectly or at least survive it. And then it say, like it's a checkpoint, and then you start the next one. And you just, you know, some things you can get in your first or second try. Some things take you... 40 tries to like learn or left right up down 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 up left and it's just like reinforcing this thing and it's just a weird fever dream of getting assaulted with lights and colors and just it, it just feels very visceral and it's an enjoyable game in small doses so i would play one stage a day pretty much so it took me about a week to beat playing you know over those nine days and this is a game that's it's developed by a two-man team uh, consisting of Mark Flurry, who like programmed it, and Brian Gibson. And if you know anything about weird, eccentric, obscure, uh, just very intense metal music, Brian Gibson is the bassist for the band The Lightning Bolt, which is a very strange band that I don't recommend anybody check out unless you're <laughs> one of the just really out there. Uh, but they're they're a cool band. But anyway, he did all the music and artwork for the game. So it's a very indie project. It looks very simple, but it was certainly unique. And when you do a stage like perfectly, get that S rank, it feels so darn good. So it's Thumper. It's very easy to pick up. Not for everyone, but at the price of free, uh, it's probably worth checking out. Is the music good? You know, like it means because some of these rhythm games. Usually when I'm usually when I'm playing a game, like I want to have, like if it's Waka or Mai Mai or one of these, like there's usually like anime 
songs in it and video game tracks and stuff like that. I mean, what 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 is the music like in this? I would say it's not really music in the sense of like no one will listen to the songs. It's essentially the music is did you ever like in I don't know, grade school, they like wheeled in the VLC tape or not VLC tape, VHS. the uh, VHS tape and just play like stomp or any of those weird like rhythmic groups yeah, uh-huh. so Tomp. essentially yeah there is no essentially the melody of this if there is any usually consists of like these long increasing intention drones that just like get more intense as you get closer to the end of a level and the sound the rhythm is based on your character smashing into stuff and that kind of creates like a boom 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 like it's you just bashing through stuff in a semblance of a rhythmic pattern and it just gets you more into the game but it's not like no one's gonna be like wow this was such a great banger i I can't wait to listen to it again like it's just very much the sounds of you playing the game Mm. well i've played a lot of rhythm games but that one doesn't really sound like it would appeal to me very much it, it it's it's a game not for rhythm fans, but it kind of relies on you liking that sort of you know going down a track, interacting with things heading your way, and just surviving with a good score at the end. Sounds like um, was it Temple Runner that 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 game yeah. from a long time ago? It's it's very much like that. That's actually a great comparison, except more violent and. It actually has like checkpoints and a end goal where you complete it and not just a time waster. Yeah, that's a good way. It's a, it's, it's pretty good. All it's right. it's a quick easy game, so that's all I had for Thumper. All right, well how about um how about this book of the anonymous girl? Kind of uh Okay. Curious yeah, to hear so- what this what this is all about. Yeah, so I mean last summer I was looking for something to read while we were on vacation. And my sister had just finished this book. She really liked it. Um, And actually, I kind of just fell off the track with it. I used to read a ton back in, you know, middle school, high school. Like, that was a thing with me. Would never see me without a book in my hand. But then that kind of fell apart (laughs) as I got older. So that feels, I was a bit, I'm a bit guilty about that. Uh, And so only just now, just last night, I finished the book. So I decided I should uh, talk about it. Okay. And um, but but since it's a it's a it's like a uh, psychological kind of thriller, there's a mystery involved, like several mysteries. So I am going to read the synopsis on the back of the book just in case I accidentally uh, let loose like a spoiler if anybody's actually interested in reading this book. So it's called An Anonymous Girl it's by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pickannon. Uh, also from like they're the, also the author of uh, The Wife Between Us I've never read it but figured I'd just mention that okay so the synopsis is looking to earn some easy money Jessica Ferris agrees to be a test subject in a psychological study about ethics and morality but as the study moves from the exam room to the real world the line between what is real and what is one of Dr. Shields's experiments blurs Dr. Shields seems to know what Jess is thinking and what she's hiding Jessica's behavior is will not only be monitored but manipulated. Caught in a web of attraction, deceit, and jealousy, Jack, or Jess quickly learns that some obsessions can be deadly. So yeah, it's all about this girl. She goes into this uh, 
you know, as they mentioned, an ethical study on a computer trying to get some easy money because they're paying like a bunch for it. And she's forced to answer some of these several questions. And this Dr. Shields takes a strange liking to her, like, you know, like and and decides to invite her back for, uh, you know, for free sessions to talk about her many problems. This girl has like a past that needs to be unraveled throughout the entire book. And also, Dr. Shields has a bit of a, uh, a, a bit of, of a, what's it, a, agenda, mm. you know, to try to use this girl in ways that will uh, help that go push forward. That ulterior motive, though. Yes, yes. Did you say goat? Did I say goat? Uh, when I did I say, say goat? I thought you said, bah, ah, ah. I thought you said goat. I, I heard goat. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was um, like, Tom Brady, where? Yeah, so, I mean, it's. Actually, not one of my favorite. It's it's an okay book. It's it's pretty good in certain parts. But the thing with my probably one of my main critiques of this is that because the um, this Doctor Shields is a psychologist. Uh, oh, I should also mention that the perspective of this book kind of goes back and forth between Jessica and Doctor Shields. And since Doctor Shields is a psychologist, you know they did that. Um, you know, psychologist 101 thing with her character and that she talks very coldly and she uh, always mentions like the very slight observations and that is part of her character. Like she is very observant and uh, therefore she kind of knows what everybody's thinking about and uh, like with a, with a very uh, characteristic tells of each character. But the thing is, is that it, she just, it just sounds very pretentious. <laughs> so it kind of gets on my nerves sometimes. Also, the ending, I feel like the, the kind of like the the main climax, I believe, of the ending kind of wraps up a little bit too quickly and also in a way that I did not expect and also in a way that I just didn't really think fit the character. But oh, well, I mean, it was it was a decent book and I'm glad I finished it so I can move on to something else. Wow. OK. Oh, man, that's that's not how you want the end of that book. That doesn't to go. sound like a very good. <laughs> Sorry. Review. I mean, I, it's not to say that it was bad or anything. I was just expecting something a little bit better at the end. Um, but rather what I meant to say was that there was this other book I was been meaning to read for a long time, but I didn't want to start reading it until I finished this one. Um, so I imagine I'm going to get into that soon and maybe I'll talk about it in another year when I finish that one. Cause heaven knows it took me this long to read this one. All right. Well, I guess I won't be reading that book. Okay, it's not that bad. I'm just a very criti- uh, critical person. And like I, I said, my sister really enjoyed it. Both my sisters did. So um, I wouldn't have read know. that book anyway. I don't really read. I don't have time for shit right now. So Well, if there are people out there that do read <laughs> and like psycho- psychological thrillers, mysteries, then maybe you should go check this one out. All right, Caroline. Thank you for being a studious reader. <laughs> so I have been shooting a lot of pool lately. Um Going back to my pool roots. Do you guys ever shoot pool at all? Um, sort of, but I doubt that I know like the actual, you know, rules of pool very well. Mason. I'm I'm so bad at it. We actually have a pool table in my in my house and I should play it more just to become like competent. But I every every round I get maybe one good shot and I'm like, okay, uh, that checked my box. Now I can just Boff and just mess up every shot after this. So I'm not good. I played a bit in college because there was like this hangout space with a bunch of pool tables. So I would play and sometimes it depended on the night. Sometimes I'd be absolute <laughs> crap and then uh, other nights would be great. So it's weird. 
Well, we had a pool table growing up in my house, and and uh, so we used to shoot a pool a lot on it. And my hometown was kind of small and didn't really have a lot of places to hang out, but we did have a sports bar that had you know a lot of TVs in it, and it had a lot of it had six pool tables, and so you know we would go shoot pool down there. And you know I got pretty good at pool growing up. You know, um, with the pool table at home, it got to the point where I was able to make like maybe. T- 15 or 20 shots in a row, like without missing anything. Oh, dang. Uh, and, uh, but then I didn't play for a long time and uh, probably for like 10 years, I really didn't really shoot much pool. And, and we've been going to this, uh, this like, like dive sports bar kind of. And that's, that's like just outside of Denver. And it's got about 15 pool tables, um, about a half dozen foosball tables, dart boards, shuffleboard pretty much everything you know all the ta- all all of like the table games and all the um, yakuza classics oh really <laughs> i know i just meant like there's tons of mini games of like darts and pool and stuff in yakuza oh uh, yeah that's cool um and last night they were having like a pool tournament and they had a, a, a foosball table table tournament which is kind of crazy and um i don't know i've just been enjoying like shooting pool you know i got like a vodka red bull and just kind of like you know, have a cheeseburger and hang out with some friends and shoot pool and just destroy people. Um, and I don't know. So I, I, so I've been shooting pool more. I mean, uh, I'm not really sure all of what I'll talk about here with pool or where this is going, but, but, um, I what's your opinion on the trick shot pool stuff? Cause I've watched uh, tons of videos of that and that blows my fragile mind every single time well those people are probably really good at pool in general i feel like um because Mm -hmm. you know pool is all about your your technique um it's mostly about it's mostly about your technique having a steady hand um being able to plan a being able to plan a shot like my you know maybe one or two shots ahead you know you want to be able the real good pool players can hit the ball and hit the cue ball in a way that not only does the shot go in but it'll spin the cue ball in a way that it puts it in a good spot for the next shot, you know? So it's like chess? Well, it's like, it's like maybe, it's like maybe you're going to shoot a ball into the corner of the pool table and, and in order to get the, the, in order to line yourself up for the next shot, you need to like make sure that the cue ball ends up like, you know, on the other side of the table. Um, and so like you might want to hit the cue ball with a, they call it, it's like a, with a certain amount of English on it, they call it, which will like spin the cue, mm. spin the cue ball so that it'll end up like like if you hit like if you strike the cue ball low with the stick, when you hit the ball, when the cue ball hits like you know the the, the, the nine or whatever, it'll actually spin backwards and come back to you. Um, so like that's a simple one that like most people can do, but like if but like being able to like but those trick shot players that Mason's talking about like they like they can spin the cue ball hard enough that it'll like spin around another ball you know like you know they can make the fucking thing go in like a circle like it's crazy so real good pool players will have like enough they'll have like a nice finesse finesseful shot and it'll have enough like spin that they can position the shot so that the next shot is also easy so yeah it's as much controlling where the cue ball goes as much as as it is controlling where the ball that they're striking goes right it's, yeah exactly it's insane how much goes into it and like my my pool game is at the point where i'm not very good at controlling the cue ball but i can make difficult shots anyway because i'm not good at controlling the cue ball so like 
you know, whereas I would, I should be setting myself up for an easy shot. I end up having to take hard shots because I'm not good at controlling it. And ultimately that makes you miss sometimes, but, um, you're you know. a scrambler. You're a scrambler. You're not a pocket passer. Yeah. Something like, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to get, and sometimes I get sacked because of it, but, um, you know, I, I, it'd be, so that's kind of where I am with pool. And I think the next thing I want to learn how to do is maybe learn how to control the cue, the cue ball a little bit better because if you can do that like none of your friends will ever beat you like it's like you're at the point where you're just on a different level um and i don't even know that like that's all that hard to to like do to be honest so but um i don't know i don't, I don't really know where this is going because i there's nothing much to say about pool but 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 pool is a lot of fun you know we went we had like six people and everybody had like two or three drinks and everybody had had dinner and, uh, you know, and the pool table is pretty neat. Like they'll, they'll, they'll literally like open the side of the pool table up so that you can just reach in and grab the pool balls. Like they go down inside the table. Real, real pool tables don't, don't have like the, the coin, the coin machine that, you know, that they just have like leather that the pockets. bars have. Yeah, exactly. They just have like leather pockets where the balls will sit and you just reach in there and pull them back out. And, but those pool tables are more expensive and they're bigger and they take up a lot more space. So like, so, um, Bars don't have those usually because they're just, they take up more space and they can fit a couple extra tables in there. But like this place will, rather than making you put like a dollar worth of quarters in for a game, like while you're there, like your table is right next to the pool table and you're eating on like a high top and everyone's shooting the shit. And then a couple people will shoot pool. And like for five bucks an hour, they just take the casing off the side of the pool table. And then when like your game's over, you just reach down and pull them out again. You don't have to use any quarters. So. It's pretty neat. You get your money's worth, but you're going to be there eating their food, drinking their beverages. So it's it's a win-win. Yeah, so exactly. So like and the prices at this place are pretty good. So we we you know, like like I got a I got a big ass cheeseburger with bacon and ham on it and uh, and like two servings of french fries and um I got a margarita and a vodka red bull and you know. And everybody was getting like a comparable uh you know, amount of food and drinks and we got some desserts and some, That's uh, a weekend. Friends ordered yeah. some beers, and we <laughs> shot pool for about three and a half hours. And the the bill is about two hundred and forty bucks for six people. So, and uh, I don't think that's that bad actually. Two hundred forty bucks. No, for three and a half hours with food and entertainment and drinks and dessert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I'll, if you ever come visit again, Mason, I'll take you out there. Oh, um, I don't want to get destroyed with pool, oh, but what about I will me, say, Mitsugi. Oh well, yeah, you could come too. <laughs> Party at Mitsu's. I will say, if you want to take me on in foosball, though, that right. is my domain. Well, so yeah, uh, so I am very bad at foosball. So I know how to play foosball. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm all that good at it. So 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 I'll beat your ass in pool. You can beat me in foosball. Um, and then we'll tie break on darts, which I'm I'm also not good at. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a coin flip right there. So, I think we're I both mean, just going to huck it at the board and hope for the best. I oh. have a kind of fun pool story. Um, and see, my grandparents at their house they had they have a uh, pool table, and they've had and like this was the main play thing for most of the grandkids, especially when we were younger kids. We wouldn't play pool. We would uh, take the the pool balls and we would try to shoot them into the cups. Um, we also had a variation of a game like chicken where <laughs> you have to have your hands on the edge of the pool table and you have to pull them away right before they hit your hands, uh, the balls, uh, which was really stupid. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds ouchy. 
Yes, yes, indeed. Um, but my story is neither neither of those things. I was doing, you know, throwing the balls into the uh, into the holes by myself, and there was a table on the other side of the pool table, and the ball. I don't know how it did it, but it went o- like it it shot over the edge of the pool table, and it broke the glass. Oh, I knew it. I knew that's where <laughs> um, we were going with this. I was like probably like seven or eight or something. I was I was pretty young. Um, so I walk upstairs and I'm like, hi, Grandma. Um, so the table broke. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't hear that. <laughs> On, oh I think God, they were yeah. outside, perhaps. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, and, and that kind of weighed heavily on my mind to this day. I think wow, at a, um, <laughs> and you know what? I think at, a, at my, one of my, my, my grandma's birthday party or something, my uncle likes to do like commemorative videos, like of people saying happy birthday and all that. And everybody was saying like all the, these loving stories about my grandma. So I took this time, this was like five years later at the very least. And I'm like, so I remember when I was a kid and I broke your table with a pool ball. Sorry about that. <laughs> Conscious Claire. She, yeah, yeah. You're probably the helped. only person that even remembered that. Um, my mother did. So. Oh wow. Well. Yeah. Well, but pool's fun. So we 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 like that place a lot. You know, they have a, uh, and the food is pretty good. It's actually pretty good, and the drinks are strong. So it's uh. That, that place was fucking packed. I mean, last night, there were probably 250 people in there. And, oh, uh, dang. I mean, there were probably uh, 20 people just at the foosball tables alone, you know? And, uh, you know, I asked I asked the waitress how much, how much money they make on a Saturday, and she was like, I don't know, but there's a reason I've been working here 12 years. She's probably making more money than me. <laughs> she's probably making, like, she probably makes, like, a grand on a Saturday. Yeah, it's but crazy. it's got to be so hectic working in a place like that. My. Is pool like the main attraction to this place, or is it like a, a restaurant with pool tables? I'm uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, it's it's really just like a dive bar that just has a lot of floor space, and they filled it with game with like pool. It's game got events. It's stuff. got TVs. Yeah. It's got food. Yeah. It's just a hangout spot. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Anyway, um, Hollow Knight. So I started playing Hollow Knight with uh, Pancake, and um, first of all, this game I thought it was supposed to be difficult. I we just started it like. We just got the compass and the map, and we have the map and the compass. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out like where we're going with this game because it seems like I'm just kind of aimlessly going from screen to screen, like just destroying like little insects um, and like rescuing little worm dudes. Um, oh, the wormies! The wormies. But like one, I thought the game was supposed to be hard. It's like it's much easier than like Blasphemous. Like it's not even close. I um, uh, be careful what you wish for. Okay, I mean, at what, at what point does the game get more difficult? Because at this point, it's kind of—I'd say it's—it has easy. a pretty good learning curve to it. I, I will say, uh, I mean, someone who's gone off and played Castlevanias and Blasphemous, like you've—you've you've been trained a bit. It—it it has a very simple start, and I'm glad you're not getting punished this early. Okay. Does the game like branch out and have more to it than just going from screen to screen rescuing little worms? I'm just kind of. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to feel out like what my expectations should be because you and ever and other people have hyped this game up a lot. So I have. I have. So I'm expecting uh, like, like like world beating godlike games here. So yeah, yeah. I mean, my 
you know, I, I don't recommend everything because I want what I do recommend to carry some weight. And I, I'll stand by my guns that Hollow Knight will uh, impress you with some of the bosses, some of the music, and uh, where it goes. I mean, is it going to change into like a weird 3D isometric like style game and just blow your mind in that way? No, like it's very much a... Like I said, a Castlevania, where you navigate and slowly get new abilities that allows you to further explore the fringes of this world. But it definitely gets uh, (coughs) interesting. All right. I'll take your word for it. Okay. Okay. I mean, how many bosses have you fought so far? Probably just... Well... You probably fought one, like, very overblown, chunky, flying monster who there was a uh, had an explosion inside there was a guy that like slammed the ground and made a shock wave and otherwise he just took swings at me with like his big weapon yeah and the the, the basically the thing the, the strategy there was just jump at him hit him then jump away quickly enough that he that he wouldn't get hit you and i ended up killing him i don't know i don't mm-hmm. know if you count that as a boss I, I probably wouldn't but did it have a name did they give him a name i don't think so then no, it only counts if they give him a name. I, I guess I'll ask you this: Do you find just like hitting enemies satisfying, like that tactile experience of just making contact? Well, I like these sorts of games. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if hitting the enemies is any more satisfying than any other game than, okay. than like okay. Blasphemous. But you know, I, I enjoy I enjoy the 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 platforming. You know. Castlevania type games. I mean, we'll see. I've only played. I only played it for about an hour. At this point, I think. At this point, I think I would say that Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom is probably better. Ooh, but, ooh but, I can't wait for you to go but, a little bit further and be like, you know what, Mason? I uh, underestimated it. Well, I, th- I, I think you we'll should see. try Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. Okay, okay, mate. We'll I, see. I, I mean, know. I think once once you get to like the RPG, if you want to call it that, like custom build area of Hollow Knight. Okay. Where you get things called charms, which give you abilities, but you can only slot so many things, so you can play around with playstyle. I think that will be where you start. Once you start getting enough charms, you will be more into the game. Gotcha. Well, we're gonna keep playing it. Um, you said you played Enter the Gungeon. Is that I did. is that also free right now? It is also free. Wow. Okay. And I I also recommend it. This is a very different type of game, and I guess I can talk about it now if we need to chew up some time. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to see if it'd be a good if it'd be another good game for me and Pancake to play because we're trying to kill time for Disguise until Disguise so, Six comes out. So Hollow Knight is great, but it's only a one player game. Um, if you have two controllers, you can coach, coach, couch co-op. Enter the Gungeon. Uh, Enter the Gungeon is a pretty difficult game to pick up and it's a little bit more difficult with two people it's not as difficult as like cuphead per se uh that's good i don't think i could get her to play cuphead we have we actually never finished that but yeah so enter the gungeon is one of those procedurally generated rogue like games so you go through you clear uh you know a random assortment of rooms and enemies gaining weapons armor abilities items Technique points, working your way further and further into the gungeon. And then when you die, you lose everything except like one type of currency and you start over. So I don't know how you do with those kind of games. Um, I like them. 
But okay. I, I like them well enough. I mean, well, let me let me tell you about why Enter the Gungeon is the best of those. And are you listening, Caroline? Because oh, this wow. uh, this will blow your mind. Oh yeah, I've been listening like the entire time. What are you talking She's about? In here, Enter I mean. the Gungeon, you can play a character that is a bullet that holds a bullet that shoots guns, which shoot bullets at enemies that are bullets who are, have their own <laughs> guns, which shoot bullets. You lost me. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. You lost so, me too, actually. <laughs> everything in this game, from the enemies to the weapons to their names to the item descriptions, everything is related to guns in some way. Hence, enter the gun gen instead of dungeon. And it is such a fun aesthetic and funny like way at looking at the world with hundreds of items and weapons and every run truly feels unique and there's so many lovable characters and it is a blast. It's got a lot of heart into it and I would, I mean, I've been playing it almost nonstop for the past wow. two weeks. I've, oh, I've beaten shit. the game proper and now I'm trying to do all this bonus stuff, but um, there's just a lot to love there and it has a very... I would say the first four sessions of playing this are a little frustrating because you will just get wiped constantly. You'll get to floor maybe two out of five and be like, that's a good run for you. But (laughs) it's 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 like almost a Dark Souls game where like you build up this skill. And by time you go back with like, you know, for me right now, if I like die before like the last level, I'm like, wow, that was a terrible run. Like you really it's all about honing your own skill and recognizing patterns and this and that. So there's tons of secrets. It's a uh, it's probably my favorite game of the free games that PlayStation is offering right now. Uh, but it is another very difficult one. But I've been playing half the time by myself and half the time with my brother because co-op is fun and enjoyable and there's lots of different ways to play it how hard is it to unlock the co-op does it start with it or do you have to uh... it starts with co-op you don't have to do anything oh wow i'm gonna gonna go downstairs and download this game right now and see if uh pancake likes it you should and that way you can join me in the greatest opening song of any video game ever oh come on uh it's really not that it's really not that good but it just it play it sings songy they say like enter the gungeon and literally at any time during the day, me and my brother will just look at each other and be and just start singing it. And now even like my mom and dad like know of it just because we'll at dinner just be like, hey, guess what? And, and just start singing and everyone hates us, but it's a lot of fun. So I so, so right as I said, maybe maybe Pancake will like this. She was walking through the bedroom, looked at me and went, I think she said, Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I, she I doesn't think even know what I'm talking about, Mason. She just hates everything. It's it's a bullet hell game. So it's one of those twin sticks. You're moving your character in all directions, avoiding bullets coming at you from every direction as you shoot your gun in every direction. Like, there's so much going on. It's very noisy on screen. Yeah. So that's why having two people can only almost make that worse. But it's a... I don't know. I, I enjoy those kind of games, and I think this is one of the better ones. It doesn't sound like her type of game at all, but I'm going to go download it right now. So Do it. So let's Do wrap it. up oh here. Oh, my goodness. We'll wrap up here, and I'm going to go downstairs and pick it up and 
Because I'm, I'm going to finish this Hospital Games DLC at some point, and then I just haven't had time to play games. I'm, I keep falling further and further behind. At this point, I'm never going to buy... I have any time to play games. I got to play the Hospital game at night. I got to play Hollow Knight when I'm by myself, and I got to play Enter the Gungeon with Pancake. Like, that's, <laughs> that's your schedule. Like, I'm literally... And then you have to play the game of life. Here's, here's how much time I have to play games, and this is not a sob, sob story. This is just how life is. I'm getting up at like 5.20 to go to the gym. I get out of the gym. I get home. It's about 7. Um, and like two days a week, I have maybe 40 minutes before like I start work to play games in the morning. And then you know maybe another 40 minutes in the evening, like two more days a week. <laughs> so it's like we're looking at like three, maybe three hours a week for gaming. So... You get up at 5 a.m. so you can have 40 minutes to play video games before going to work? No, I get up at 5 a.m. No, fi- so I get you can work out. I, get up at I know you can work out, but like, say you did not have to play video games before going to work. You could have gotten up nearby, you know, like 6 a.m. instead of 5.20 no, or whatever see, you said. I get up at 5.20 because, um, you know, it's uh, it makes it easier for, uh, for, for the lady to manage her schedule, and I'd rather spend time with her than... than be separately at the gym during all free time. So I'm just trying to be a good boy. Early bird gets the gains. That's right. Anyway, let's wrap but it up here. But the second mouse gets the cheese. Never forget that. I do like cheese. Pancake just walked by <laughs> me and I think she said, good boyfriend, my ass. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's smiling. Nice, smart ass. All right. Well, I love you guys. Aww. Well, I love you too. And I love all of you at home. They're fantastic. And I'll see you next time on Hobby Addicts with the crew. Hopefully I'll have more to talk about than just shooting bull. <laughs> Literally shooting the shit. Uh, have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye. See ya.